If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Inside the Peloton on Over the Top Cycling. I'm George Thomas in Boulder, Colorado. Ian Boswell of Team Sky is joining us from Burgos, Spain. Did I say that right? You did. So rest day, uh, have you been looking forward to this one? Yeah, George, uh, definitely looking forward to this this rest day a lot more than, than the last. Um, yeah, I guess we didn't speak yesterday because we had a, a really long transfer after the stage. Um, it was, uh, well, yeah, to the transfer first, it was uh, a late finish to the stage. I think we didn't get on the bus till around 7.30, so by the time everyone was showered, it was about 8, and then we had a a four plus hour bus transfer to, to Burgos. Um, so it was a late evening, but, uh, a much needed rest day today just for travel as much as anything. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm embracing the, the rest day to the fullest today. Now, is this a little out of the ordinary? It seems like your transfers have really been long. Yeah, there have been some, some massive transfers and, you know, I'm, we do a good job of, you know, making it as comfortable as possible with the bus. And, you know, last night the chef prepared food on the bus and everything. So, I mean, not, not too bad. And I think the top 10 riders on BC actually took a helicopter. So those guys at least got a, got some recovery. Um, you know, I think it's a problem that they run into with, you know, different cities wanting to host the race and then finding hotels for all the teams and, and whatnot. You know, the cities are obviously far apart. It makes it more logistically, you know, difficult to, you know, try to put together a course if there's cities in between that don't want to host it. Um, but it has been a lot of time on the bus, but like I said, I'm kind of getting used to it. And, you know, it's, I don't mind going on the bus and putting some headphones in or last night we watched a couple movies and had a good laugh on the bus. So it's, uh, it's fun. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, yesterday, just connecting on message, it sounded like you guys were actually having a pretty good time on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we stopped. The bus had to fill up like, for gas at one point. We stopped and got some ice creams, and we actually—I uh, was the only one who had some movies on my computer, so we actually watched uh, Prefontaine, the the movie. And no one had really known what uh, who Prefontaine was, but <laughs> now they do. <laughs> the the benefits of having an Oregon person on the bus. Yes. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about stage 16 on Monday. It was a holiday here in the U.S. Uh, not for you. No, not a holiday by any means. Um, it was another really mountainous day with 5,000 plus meters of climbing. Um, shorter, shorter neutral. And, 
you know, it was a day that we knew was going to be crucial for, for GC, for Nieve, and also for our team GC. Um, so we were on the turbo trainers warming up for the stage. Um, but thankfully or unthankfully, the breakaway went really early and really easy. It was pretty much the first few guys who attacked went, which I don't think anyone really expected because it started on a climb. But I think there was just a mood in the peloton that people weren't really, you know, up for having a super hard start like it's been most days. Um so breakaway went, and I think for the first hour and a half, we the peloton really just did absolutely nothing. It was almost, I don't want to say too easy, but it came to a point where I was like, all right, well, we better start riding hard or else, uh, else it's going to have to get really hard later on. Um, I think the breakaway got up to 24 minutes at one point, um, a group of eight or nine guys. Um, no one of a GC threat, and there was no threat for us for, for Team GC, so... It wasn't up to us to, to ride and make it hard, so we just kind of sat in and waited until the other teams picked it up. Um, and then maybe about 80 or 90K to go, uh, Katusha started riding at the front not too hard, and then uh, four climbs to go, Tinkoff went to the front and absolutely shredded it and split the peloton into a front group of maybe 40 or 50 guys. Um, and we had four of us there with Nieve, Sergio, Kirienka and myself. Then we got to the, I guess, to the penultimate climb. And, uh, yeah, so obviously three of us needed to keep riding, and I had a pretty bad spell at the bottom where I was just tired and not really wanting to to dig deep anymore. But um, So I took it easier for a bit. But, I mean, not easier, but got dropped from the front group. Um, you know, Dario was in the radio saying, no, Ian, you got to keep, keep riding because there's one more climb, and we're not sure how, how Kirienka is going to go. Um, so I just kind of rode my own pace up the climb and wound up catching Kirienka, who was pretty blown as well from doing a lot of work all day. And then it was kind of, I was in no man's land. I wasn't in the front group, but I wasn't in the Gruppetto. <laughs> you know, I was still having to ride, you know, to my limit. Um, so that was, I mean, good and bad. It was, it was nice to, you know, we retained the team GC by only two minutes. So we lost a lot of time, but, you know, I was that guy passing all these people who were dropped from the front group on the final climb going as hard as I could while the other guys were, you know, had their job done and were taking it easy up the final climb. So it was, it was a hard day for me, probably the most I've suffered so far in this, in this race, just, you know, physically and mentally, you know, being by yourself and having to push hard for, you know, something that, you know, I guess it's become a, a big goal for our team to win the team GC. So I'm happy that we retained that lead and, you know, we're still fighting for it, but it was uh, a pretty big effort to, to keep going yesterday was I think seven hours on the bike in total. Now, did you end up as the third team sky rider for the GC points? I did. Yeah. So that was kind of the reason why I had to keep, keep fighting. And, you know, Kirianka was up there for a while, but once I hit the climbs and the, and the finish, you know, I was, you know, a bit more fresh than he was despite having that bad spell at the bottom of the penultimate climb. Um, so yeah, it was kind of, I don't want to say pressure, but you know, I had to, to make sure to keep going, which, uh, which took a lot out of me. Can you kind of go into what that's like, the conversations that you're having with the team director when you're out? I mean, you're feeling like you're at your limit and you actually have your director, your boss, come up and say, Ian, I really need you to go harder. Yeah, exactly. I mean, thankfully our directors are, you know, pretty understanding about the whole thing and, you know, pretty much just told me to, to ride my pace and to, you know, obviously if I dig too deep and you completely blow up, then you're going to lose a lot more time than if you ride steady. Um, 
but there's a couple times when the car came up to me or the you know, director came on the radio and said something or do you need a bottle and I was just not really in a mood to to talk to anyone so I didn't even really look at him I was actually pretty uh I don't want to say pissed off but I was just uh I was just doing my thing and didn't want to be didn't want to be talked to so you know I figured it was better for me to just ride my pace and concentrate on what I was doing than than to be uh listening to the radio I mean you're just giving me a really interesting uh perspective on what cycling is like as a job yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because, you know, you're here and you're, you know, I guess for me, you know, being my first Grand Tour, um, you know, I have expected, you know, to do well and stuff, but all of a sudden it's like, you know, we're fighting for this Team GC thing. It's, I don't want to say a relatively unknown, you know, classification in the race, but it's not really something that many teams come in and target. It's just more than something, a competition that, you know, you get to two weeks in and you say, hey, look, we're winning this. Let's let's try to defend it now. Um, you know, so obviously there's been days when I haven't been the guy to have to go hard, but, you know, yesterday was one of those days. And you just start to think, oh, this is stupid. Like, why are we fighting for this? But, you know, then, you know, in the back of my mind yesterday, just thinking about how cool it would be to be at my first Grand Tour and then, you know, be on the podium in, in Madrid with the whole team at the end. And it's, uh, you know, really kind of a cool classification to – be able to you know share something with your whole team, which often doesn't happen happen in cycling. You know, even though it's a team sport, oftentimes podiums are for individuals. So you had ten minutes, I think, going into stage sixteen. Now you're down to two. Um, is it going to be pretty tough for you guys from here on out? Is that something you're really going to have to keep an eye on? Yeah, definitely. You know, we're hoping that tomorrow we can possibly gain some time in the time trial with having. You know, Garen Thomas, uh, Kerry Ank is probably one of the favorites to win the time trial. And then whoever the third man is, I'm hoping it's not going to be me. Uh, probably <laughs> Cuccio or, or uh, Nicholas Roach. Um, but then after that, even those final final three road stages, you know, are dangerous for, for breakaways and stuff. So, um, like I said, on one hand, it's, you know, makes the racing harder for us than, not that it needs to be, but than it could be, but it's also something that's nice and gives us some motivation every morning and a goal to, to work for it. Um, but at the same time, Nieve is up to, to fifth on GC, so you know when you look at it, we have uh, we have a couple of good things going for us. So time trial tomorrow, what's that course like? How long uh, and what's the terrain? Yeah, we went out and rode the course this morning, actually. It's a 38K course. Um, the first, first, maybe half of the course is, is really straightforward, big roads, kind of takes us out of Burgos into the countryside, um, rolling, but, but big roads. And then the last maybe 15K, you come back into the city and there's a lot of turns, actually a hard little climb at the end. Um, so it's a, it's a strong man's course and being 38K, it's a, a longer TT. So I think uh, we're hoping that Kirienka can can win us a stage. He's been riding really strong, and he's a he's a master of the time trial. And he did a few efforts today, and just watching him, you know, ride hard on a time trial bike is something something really impressive. So we're hoping that he can take some time for the team GC and possibly win the stage as well. So even having lost Froome, you're feeling like there's a good shot for Sky at the time trial. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, you know Kirienka is one of the you know, better time trials in the world. I think he's podiumed the worlds a couple times. 
um, especially being a longer time trial without, you know, with no Cancellara or Tony Martin here. Um, he's got to be one of the favorites. Obviously, Tom Dumoulin as well. Um, he's been riding really well and a good time trialist, but you know, he's been having to dig pretty deep every day to to fight for the GC is where, you know, Kieran has hopefully been able to, to save a little bit. Now, if Team GC wasn't a factor, I'm assuming you would back off a little bit during the time trial tomorrow. But because you're going after that, you're really not going to know where you are um, as far as your placing among the your fellow team Skyriders. So how long are you really going to have to be putting everything out there uh, during the time trial? Yeah, well, that's kind of uh, you know a fine line between you know being that third guy or not. Um, you know, on paper, I probably wouldn't be the the third best rider on our team with having you know definitely Garen Thomas, uh, you know, Kirienka, and then the third rider, you know, possibly Christian Knees or Puccio, Nicholas Roach, myself. Um, I guess I'll just go about it and be be prepared to ride hard. You know, I think we'll be able to to talk in the morning after a, a quick ride and. You know, to see how everyone's feeling and who's who's up for it. You know, I think it's, uh, you know, we have enough guys here to have three of us go hard. And I mean, even if you're not going hard, you're still riding fast. But, you know, if you're going to be that third guy, you really have to, to fight that bit extra. How is this rest day uh, different from the first one? Um, it's more enjoyable, I guess. I guess it's like, you know, kind of the, <laughs> the ends in sight. Now, you know, Dario said yesterday, you know, oh, you, you'll be able to see Madrid from the top of the, the mountain yesterday. Um, not literally, but I think figuratively. Um, so it's nice, you know, kind of in the final stretch and, uh, you know, just really enjoying it. And, you know, we're pretty much set in our, in our routine now. You know, everyone's body is a bit more sore, but I think uh, now I'm enjoying it. I've actually really come to enjoy riding these Grand Tours and kind of the routine of the daily, you know, the daily jaunt through through Spain and, it's going to be strange when it's all over. Uh, you're enjoying this one. Does that put uh, other Grand Tours uh, in your interest for 2016? Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, you know, I think I'm, I've kind of found that Grand Tour racing is something that I enjoy and maybe suits my, my physiology. You know, I think with you know, this race in my legs, I think it'll only get, only get easier and you know, become, you know, more experience with each one I do. And, you know, it's been a really good race so far, not to speak too soon. There's still a few hard days to go, but uh, definitely would like to target some more Grand Tours next year. And you've got some other excitement coming up this weekend, I believe. Yeah, my uh, mother and brother are flying into Madrid to watch the last two stages. Um, so I just, just actually booked a hotel for that, and I waited till now just to make sure that that I would be there. Um, so yeah, it looks like, uh, <laughs> looks like it should all be a go and we'll have a, hopefully a couple beers Sunday night in, in Madrid. All right, Ian Boswell, please enjoy the rest of your day off. Well, it's not really a day off. Enjoy the rest of your rest day. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, George. And uh, really look forward to chatting with you tomorrow after the time trial. Yep. Inside the Peloton, with Team Skies, Ian Boswell on Over the Top Cycling. From Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.